0: The Red Room Theater, Episode One Hundred and Fifty: The Book of Eli. To to Welcome to the Red Room Theater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <We're here. laughs> right, it's been a while, huh? <laughs> that's so we, rad. We don't, we don't have- you don't, you don't know, if, you don't, if you're not staring at something, you have no idea what to do. Dude, hold on. You go, are Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> I am Ron Burgundy? I am Ron Burgundy? Go <laughs> <Don't> laugh yourself. <laughs> oh, you're fired too.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> um.
0: So he usually goes, oh, welcome, welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we <laughs> love movies, we were raised by movies. I'm your host Ernesto Lanise. And Antonio Moreno. And every month, usually... <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> well, not not in 2023, but sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Every mother bring you uh, one of the movies out raises us up, the movie raises us right, raises us wrong. Today we talk about the movie called The Book of Eli. Ooh-wee! I want to begin. Although it's Book of Eli, it drops what year? What year does this movie come 2010. out? 2010. Comes out in 2010. Okay, 2010, um, and directed by the Hughes brothers, not huge, the Hughes. The no, not- <laughs> hey, uh- <laughs> 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 I was talking about our peepees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're <so stupid. laughs> um, you're so stupid.
0: <laughs> I just burned us both down. We're like, damn. <laughs> I'm gonna drink some of this Coca-Cola. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And still got B slapped by his dog. <laughs> I got I'm, I'm like I'm like Scarface over here because my dog cut my face open. Dang. Um, so, Harvey Dent over here. <laughs> <laughs> got flipped the coin to decide who lives and who dies. That little bee's dead. <laughs> okay. So, Book of Eli comes out in 2010. Directed by the Hughes brothers, and uh, this film um, is a kind of a cult classic. I would say. I mean, I think it has a special place in a lot of people's hearts. Now, I want to begin with this film with a... um, I want to begin with the Ernesto Alaniz Apology Tour. That's what I want to start. I've been waiting for it. (laughs) (laughs) There was a time in my life, I used to make a joke. And my joke was this. Oh, no. People would say, man, you like Denzel Washington movies? And I would say... I love the one he plays, the proud black man. And I was dogging him, saying he plays the same character every, every movie he's in. And that was spoken out of ignorance, a lack of exposure to his work. As I've gotten older and watched more of his movies, I've realized I was a punk who deserved... Are I, you I, telling me that there was a phase of your life where you didn't like Denzel Washington? That's why I'm on the Ernest Waller World Apology Tour. Bro! Right now. There was a time I didn't like his work. We need a float. <laughs> you need to go downtown with this shit. Dude, there's little, little props from all of his movies, too. Dude, we're going to dress you up like Apollo throwing candy out to the pennies <laughs> out to the crowd. Dude, I used I'm to- sorry. What's the guy apologizing for? He used to dog Denzel. <gasps> In Flint, <laughs> you'd be dead. I get canceled. Local pastor. <laughs> It's a racist piece of crap. No, but now substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I used to dog Denzel. And I don't I think I just only seen a few of his movies. Okay, give me one you didn't like. Okay. I only like there was a there was a few in a row that I saw. There was like um You just thought he just did the same thing. Like John Q. Okay. Um Deja Vu. Deja Vu. Okay. Was that was Sci-Fi One? Um and uh you even unstoppable I gave him crap for. That movie's awesome. Listen. So it's my Denzel apology tour began with Man on Fire. I remember watching it and Ooh. just being um, I'm like this now, now not only is this, the story amazing, but his performance was unreal. And I'm like, man, this is really good. You know what? You know what's going to be part of your apology tour? What? Greatness test. Keep going. So I'm like, I'm going to go back and see some of these movies. I had to go back. You know how far I had to go back? I went all the way back to Virtuosity. Did you, did you go back to Ricochet? <laughs> I mean, Ricochet, Virtuosity. I went back to some old stuff, but I also came forward. I went to Malcolm X. I went to, I recently watched uh, Virtuosity, Malcolm X. Did you watched The Hurricane? I watched, no, I just watched um, American Gangster again, which <gasps> I, listen. First time I saw it, I didn't like it. When he brings his family to the diner, and Idris Elba's out there. Listen, what? I was wrong. Denzel not only is a powerful, ferocious presence on the screen. Mm-hmm. Turns out, Denzel is also a um, a purveyor of his craft. He uses his power to bring other actors forward yes. in Hollywood. Dude, at the Golden Globes, the Elvis actor, the guy who was Elvis in the new uh, Boz Lerman film, yeah. he said, I want to thank Denzel for. We were in a, we, he knew me from a, a small role I had, and he called the director and, and vouched for me. He gained nothing for it. He just called. For the him. Elvis role? Yes! Denzel called and vouched for him just because he's like, this is a good kid, I want to help him out. That's Dang! Denzel apparently is a purveyor of his craft, an ambassador for his craft. And he. Absolutely. In his pantheon of films worth going, wow, this guy's somebody. This is one of them. Oh my gosh. You remember Safe House? See, Safe House is one of the ones I was like, out- Again, I haven't seen it again. There was a, I, I walked into certain movies with this, like, nah, nah. I went, I we watched Unstoppable. That that 90 minute film is supremely watchable. Yes. It's a fun little ride. Yes. It's a small movie, but a great movie. His, his conversations are just. I want, I want to just sit and BS with him. He's. And, dude, you, you remember when we were young and we went to the Dollar Show and saw Fallen? John Goodman, dude. Oh, my gosh. That movie was amazing. <sighs> to this day, time is on my side. It's eerie to hear that song. He, they literally took that song, and they, they completely made it their own. Like mm-hmm. That song is forever tied to a horror film, and you can't get rid of it. You can't get rid of it. Hey, oh, ha. <laughs> Glory, dude. I, I understand, <laughs> dude. So I'm here to say I was wrong. I was wrong. And i got to continue the Apology Tour. All right. Because in this film was an actress named Mila Kunis. And I'm like, and I used to always say, they put these stupid new female actresses in just so that young people watch the movies. It's a dog where they put you know, younger <laughs> girls in movies, okay? You had the same thought with Selena Gomez and she yes, I, it down. That's where I turned it around. She they, was amazing. I'm like, why you gotta put this young girl in with Steve Martin and Martin Short? Yeah. They don't need, and then all of a sudden she goes in and she holds her yes. own and she brings an incredible, incredible presence to the show. She adds so much. Yeah. She doesn't try to be them. She's not trying to be goofy like they're good. She, but she brings a, she's a perfect. Added ingredient Yes she is And that's what I realized Watching this again Watching uh Buck and Eli again And Sheila Malacunas I'm like She's great in this She's fantastic. really good There's some scenes and she's, Her performance is heartbreaking I mean heartbreaking I know And, and we'll go into it But so many ways Like her performance Is you feel And it sounds lame But you feel bad Because she's a beautiful woman In an ugly world And that's a curse for her Yeah And I'm like She plays it so well how about a poor mother? Oh my gosh! I like your perfume, your shampoo, dude. He was like, man. So everybody in that world stank. <laughs> oh, stank! <laughs> maybe the last perfume in the world. So that is last the shampoo in the world. Last, so that's the la, That's That's the. That's the end of this. This moment of the Ernest Allenese apology okay. tour. I'll accept your apology. I don't know if Denzel does. Uh, Denzel, I'm sorry, Denzel. You're great. We don't even have to do it. Let's, let's do it, though. Okay. Denzel, Greatness Test, Volley 1, go. Philadelphia. Listen. <laughs> Listen. That movie. It's hard. We're older, okay? We're, four over, or in our, we're in 40s. Our, we're officially in our 40s. Especially both in our 40s. <laughs> <laughs> when Magic Johnson gets the HIV virus, it, cha- it, it takes this virus that is literally on the, It's on the outskirts. It was a virus that was for a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like a uh, uh, a real person. I know no, they all were real, but we d- they were not in our lives. It was not on the news. It was kind of hidden away. Where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> so when it doesn't get HIV, and all of a sudden we're talking about it, and there's fear. Remember the fear. Yeah, like the conversations people talk about. Well, I wouldn't want to play baseball. And, and, and now there's what many... if he sweats on me? Yes. What, what if he gets an elbow? Gets yes. On the floor. And so these are and these are we're having conversations in schools as junior hires. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to play with because they didn't know what to do with him in the NBA. And this film comes out and it captures the fear of the nation perfectly. When Denzel, when he comes in Denzel's office, the way Denzel's watching him. And he's kind of like, he's touching my stuff. I see the, the lesions on his forehead. Oh, and he's just watching him. Yes. And he's scared of him. He's looking at the cup on his tass. Oh, my gosh. Because he's, he's like... Hey, and, okay, and you're talking Denzel and Tom Hanks. Two of the most amazing actors. Oh! This film, for me personally, helped to destigmatize the virus. Yes. And go, okay...
1: These Man, are- I
0: loved Antonio Banderas in this movie. Oh, dude, he is a killer, dude. <laughs> he has that Latin like, <laughs> dude, dude. It's whew. so he's Philadelphia. Sorry. Don't apologize for me. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he's great. I'm gonna say it. Man on Fire is a great yeah. film. Oh, oh. When Lena and Esther older, will watch it. That movie. That movie gutted me like a fish. Yes. That movie. At more than once left me falling emotionally. Mm-hmm. There, I'm not going to give away. There are twisted turns in that film I didn't see coming from a mile away. Like, the movie's one thing. Well, I, I thought the movie was going to be one thing. It's going to be a revenge film. There's a moment where it turns. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! Where are we? What a performance. To see a broken down man, a defeated man who's past his prime, to given out life, to regain a love of life and to regain his faith only to have it all torn, torn away again. What a movie! What a movie! Your life for her life, and then everything stops, dude. <laughs> Man on fire. What do you got? I got a tie. <sighs> <laughs> I everything in me wants to see training day. I, I'm gonna say training day. And you know what was my tie? Is it fallen? Equalizer. You love equalizer. All three. Two. Oh, there's only two? Two, yeah. No, there's not. There's two in the TV show. Okay. There's only two? There's only two. That's a bull. Listen. Make your case. All right, so You're, 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 you're right. You're right. Equalizer. No, no. Oh, training for day. Training, day? training day. Okay, so this movie takes you on a two-hour journey of trying to figure out if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Is he the problem, or is he the a broken tool for a broken world? Yes, yes. Is he needed? Yes, or is he selfish? And when you when you follow him through Ethan Hawke's journey, you realize Ethan Hawke's got two roads take all this dirty money be another piece of crap like these guys that i'm seeing or stay the course because when i decided i wanted to do this job i want to make a difference and denzel's trying to conform him to say look you know there's there's wolves out here and you got to be a wolf so you're like does that mean he's got to be crooked i mean i guess it's not that crooked if you're and like by the end of the movie you're like dude Denzel is the bad guy, but he's so cool, and he's so awesome. <sighs> Ethan Hawke deserved an award on that one, too. This movie's a hard one because isn't it? this is a great film, and it's a performance for the record books. Whoa. Denzel, he, he plays that proud mm. fool in a way that may never be topped. Mm-hmm. That just, I have authority, I abuse it, and you can't touch me. There's scenes in that movie that made me so uncomfortable. There are scenes I was horrified. The Mexicans... That, that whole that whole sequence in that apartment was horrifying. Listen, I'm sitting there, and I'm Mexican, I'm like, Get out of there! Get Dude. out of there! I'm like, I know this house! You're gonna die! Dude, <laughs> Dude. I love you, he's like... Alonzo's taking his crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, he's kicking. Gives him his gun, dude. What are you doing, dude? Incredible movie. Incredible. i seen it in the theater like three times. I'm just, I always was afraid with that movie there, the Scarface um, problem, that even though he's the bad guy, he's so powerful, yeah. you want to be him, even though it's he's a, it's horrible. It's the Wolf of Wall Street. Man. It's the Wolf of Wall Street problem. Yeah. Like this this should make you this person horrible, but it, it makes you want to emulate, not like you you want to be close to Denzel and make him like you and make him accept you. Like you're watching this thinking, if I was Ethan Hawk, I'd just go along with it because he's so cool. Denzel is a great actor. I mean, we could go around two more times. He's a great actor. Amazing. And you're great. He's, broke down, he's broken down so many walls. He's broken down so many mountains. He is a great actor. He's now, bro- Book bro- of Eli. Let's okay. go ahead and jump into it. This film. Now, there's going to be spoilers in this review. Well, the movies stick at 13 years old if you haven't seen it yet. If you haven't seen it's it, on you, you. you literally need to pause this and go watch it. Yeah. It's on HBO Max right now. HBO Max, dude. This film is an apocalyptic story. The world has ended. Not, listen, I love the world is a vampire. I love movies that start off and the world is over. like I am legend this film, uh, even like um, um, the zombie one we just watched hundred uh, tw- days later. what is it? Um, 28 days later three days later. The, when the world when you walk outside the world's already over. Even though you've missed how it happened, being in that world is always yeah. very interesting. And, and they never really go deep into it. They don't. You don't know what happened. Which is awesome. It's great. But the world has ended, and it's bad. Like, water is scarce, and you meet Eli, Denzel the Walker, who's walking through this wasteland. And it is a... He's, you, 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 find, you realize early that he's got a mission. He's heading west. yes. And you, eat, and it, the movie is giving you like I love about this movie. Some movies open up and there'll be like a crawl, like here's some. The year is twenty forty two. The world was blown up by war. This film just drops you into a, into mm. a place. It doesn't tell you anything from you. You have to pick up pieces slowly over time. I love that. Opening scene is a forest with ash falling slowly, and the camera just slowly <sighs> pans over bodies. Yeah. And the ash just keeps on falling. And the camera, there's a cat that comes up and eating the body and you hear it like eating this body and the camera comes you your pan and then you see there's a man out there in a gas mask mm-hmm. and he's breathing. You're like What the crap? And you realize he has a bow drawn and he's just sitting yeah. there and he's been waiting. He's looking for lunch. Waiting. Yeah. And a cat, he's been waiting. The cat came and he just, sk! And he goes and gets it and you're like, and that cat is a pathetic, malnourished, mm-hmm. but I'm like, if he's killing that, he is desperate. So what? That opening provides so much information. Yes. Desperation. Everything's dead. Whatever happened? Th- this the woods is a bad place to be because the ash is gross. I don't know what happened. It's like everything's dead. It's crazy. And in in the end times, there are no vegans. <laughs> 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 and he's just he's just walking, and you you follow him for and we walk with him for minutes. And you see, no talking. The, no, the sky is burned out. You know, the world is torched out. And he just he's just walking. He's just walking. And you see him go to houses, try, try to find water. So you realize just by what he's doing, you realize okay, water is very scarce. He's got a no iPod, pot, so you you know when the world ended. What's the other one called? A zoom, zoom. It's not a zoom. It's okay. an early iPod. Okay. It's the iPod because for a long time it was just a click wheel. Before yeah. the click wheel, there was four buttons above the click wheel. That was the first version. Really? And he had the first version. That's got to be 2001. So it was like back forth pause. Yes. Okay. This just went up and down, and you had to push a button up top. But eventually it made it put in the button in the middle, which made it just the the, the wheel instead of no four buttons. But you listen to music and you see, and he gets a wash with a KFC wet nap. You and you see his body is torn, yeah, up yeah, scarred up and burned up. And you're like, This world is awful. And he's got to be a somebody if he's still in it. He's got weapons, mm-hmm. he's got a, 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 and so he goes to this house. There's a there's cat a, there's a, oil. Ugh. He cooks the cat. It's he's like the cat danced. oil off the stinking cat. There's a dead person in the room, and he's just like, ah, what are you gonna do?" And it's funny. He, as he walks, he's looking for shoes. He realizes everything is scarce. Mm-hmm. He's trying to find shoes. He maybe goes to the cars and looks at people's feet, with people's feet and stuff. As he goes, he comes across a woman that's chained to a, shop, a shopping cart. He's like, I'm, "I'm in trouble." And he just looks around, and he knows, "I'm, I'm uh, about to get jumped." Yep. And he just calls it out. He said, the great thing about no water, you can smell your body odor 50 yards away. And these guys come out. And the action in this film is brutal. (sighs) Because guns are, guns would be hard to, bullets are scarce. Scarce. And they would age in the, yes. But he has this knife in this film. And when he's at the house chilling, he just sharpens that blade. That thing's got to be a razor. (sighs) And that opening, you realize this guy is a bad mamma mm-hmm. Not only is a bad mamma he's a hardened mamma jamma. After the fight is done, he goes to that first guy, sits down with him, brings his head close, tells you, shh, and slowly oh, slides. Him. It bothered Lena a lot. He killed him in cold blood. He's like, I'm putting you down like a dog. That's why he's still alive. And he lets the he, but he's merciful. He leaves the girl with some water and leaves her there and keeps on his journey. Let me go with you. No, hell no. As he goes west, he sees. It's a horrible scene. Marauders. They, they kill a guy, take a girl, have the way with her, then kill her. And then what does Denzel say? Stay the course. Stay on the path. This yep. is not my problem. i got to stay on the path. And you realize he has some kind of mission. That's when you realize, okay, yeah. there's a mission. Yep. There's a path. There's a purpose. W- and the film, we're 25 minutes in. And we don't know much of anything. Yes. And I am so grateful for movies that trust the audience. Mm-hmm. Let us find our way. Let- we're not idiots. You don't got to say, dude. That's when le- oh. I In Star Wars Episode I, Phantom Menace, they're like, That droid saved our lives. What is its number? Er, er, er. Its number is R2-D2. All slow, and I'm like, they're just spoon-feeding us crap. Like, I didn't know who it was. Like, I think you're stupid. 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 First of all, that movie sucks. I'm saying it treated us like we're infants, and I hate it. At the very end, they're like, they say there's always two. The Master and the Apprentice, and it's like, which one is this? The master, the apprentice, and the camera goes over to the to the to the emperor and like zooms in. Like, I wonder. who, who yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just it's you know what it is. It's the end of seeking Dark Knight Rises when it's Michael Caine sitting in that cafe, and it should end with Caine, a, a, the beginning of a smile, and cut the movie. Yes. Instead, it cuts, and it's Bruce Wayne who looks just like himself. He's not changed appearance. His hair is not dyed. It's A famous billionaire in a coffee shop in France. Just like, I love us for Café au ( Channel). lait. I'm like, you don't show us that. You let us wonder about it. Just Michael Caine's face, that's it. That's all you give us. on him um, with a a partial, a smile starting, done. And you wonder, is he alive? Yes. And that's all you got to give us. That's all you got to give us. This movie is just slowly giving you breadcrumbs. And as, because of that, you're just following. Yep. You're just like, what is this? What's happening? I saw this in the theater, and you could hear a pin drop in that theater. Oh, dude. The, the, the sound mix is so good in this. There's a lot of scenes of just footfalls, him mm-hmm. walking. So good. Well, he finds a town, and in the town, you see more. You see how awful the world is, how people are just, there's nothing here. I love that when he goes by, he tries to get his back, because he makes a great mistake. He falls asleep with his iPod, which you've all done before. Yes. When he falls, Remember the old Walkman? You fall with your Walkman on, and it'll kill your batteries? Yeah. He falls asleep with his iPod, and it's dead in the morning. It's like Castaway when he falls asleep, he passes out, and his stick of flashlight runs out of batteries. Oh, dude, the worst. <laughs> and so he goes to a guy to recharge. He's like, he has a battery unit. He has a battery he carries with him to recharge his own stuff. And he, he needs to get it recharged. And it's Tom Waits. It's Tom Waits, dude. And he's he's got a. He's like, you got coined, and he thinks it's gonna be money. And It's not money. Everything is barter. Yes. What do you have a value to give me in trade? And he gives that guy what? Because the guy he wants chapstick, but he gives him cat oil. Oh, he it says no to the kettlebell, doesn't he? Yeah, it? he says no, but he's yeah. like, it just like Chapstick. And I'm just like, Ugh. Um, What did he give him? He gives him some cave-sea wet naps. A, a lighter. And a lighter. So three wet naps and a lighter to charge that unit. And he's going to wait there, but he decides to go get some water at the bar. I love that the bar is you, just water. You forget the best scene, one of the best scenes of the movie. Tom Waits pulls the rifle at him. Oh, my gosh. And Denzel... Takes it from him so fast. Now it's pointed at Tom Waits, and he's just showing him. And then he gives the rifle back. And then Tom Waits keeps it on him still. And he's like pretty much saying, I can kill you at any time. Here's your rifle back. Listen, I don't know how they filmed that scene. That was insane. The way he grabs it from him. It was so fast. The speed, the the, the force, and then it's like perfectly pointing at you now. That was crazy, and even he was like, "Oh, shit. <laughs> dude!" So Denzel, so he's bad. But mammoth. what does he do? He tells him, "Let me see your hands." This in that scene, like, "We're like, what's going on?" Yep. And the latest movie, goes, and you don't get that answer until near the very oh, end, oh, almost the end. You're probably forty five, half an hour to forty five minutes from the end, you get the answer. And this movie's about two and a half hours. The reason they take everyone's fingernails is because out in the wilderness, out in the outskirts. People have turned to cannibalism. And mm-hmm. if you eat human meat too long, you get the shakes. Shakes, yep. Your, your hands shake. Ugh. Ugh. And the towns don't want to deal with cannibals. Yep. Because you've crossed a line. Oh, dude. Nasty dude. He goes to the bar, and then you run into what a character. Cheddar Bob? Not Cheddar. Cheddar Bob's there. But at the bar, above the bar is... The leader of the town, yep. the governor, if you will, played by none other than Hello, our, our f- one of our favorite actors of all time. He's up in there. my top three for sure. Yeah. He's the, your boy. Gary Oldman. Yes. And Gary Oldman in this film, this is what Gary Oldman does. He is a force on that screen. Mm-hmm. A force to be reckoned with. And Gary, the marauders that we saw. Kill the man, rape the girl. They show up and they come with a gift for the governor and for the leader. And he is looking for a book. They give him all these books, like the Oprah Magazine, a, a dictionary. And it's not the book he wants. And everyone's like, What What do you want? He goes, You don't know. I'm looking for a book. And this becomes a mystery of the movie. This is a book he's looking for. And he says, This book. And as the movie goes on, you realize it's the Bible. And I want to stop right here because this is this, this movie as a, a man of faith, this movie really gave me out to think about. Because people who have, who, the Bible is important to two people for different reasons. Mm-hmm. For one man, it's the truth. For the other man, for Gary Oldman, it is a, it's a tool of control. He calls it a weapon. And you know what's crazy? He's not wrong. It can be used. He says, if you have the words... The people will follow. He's like, if you have the words, the people will think that you belong. The power is not the words. They're you. You need to use the words to get power for yourself. And I'm. it made me sad because people do that. Yes. Like, there is power in that word and people use that power for themselves. Dude, there's a sequence. So, oh man, this. I'm not going to go play by play for this film, but... Denzel gets in that bar fight, and it's brutal and it's awesome. It is insane, and all because he shoot a cat off the bar. Like Cheddar Bob wanted a fight. That's all he wanted. He wanted a yeah, yeah, yeah. cause well, trouble. Cheddar Bob wanted to have a, a pissing contest. Yes, he did. And he's like, "This is my st- who's this who's this nobody in my bar? I'm gonna go shake this dude up because he is in charge of the stinking idiots that are out there ravaging the marauders." Yeah. Yes. So, he <laughs> dude, dude, Denzel tries. That's a different kind of humbling right there, Listen, dude. Denzel tries to de-escalate. Yes. He, I mean, multiple times. I'm sorry. It won't That's happen again. Animal. It's a fine animal. It's fine animal. I didn't really knock him off the car. I just kind of shoot him. Dude, he tried to say, and this guy will not let it go. He goes, I don't want any trouble. He's trying his hardest yes. yep. to get his water and get out of there. <laughs> Listen, you're right. When he slams his hand in that counter, it is a. It is. I don't know yes. why it's so forceful. I, 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 I like I rec- I'm like oh, I, I jumped. Yes. He smokes that fool. Just. And, blood out. And he Keeps him down there. It doesn't bounce it and tells he, him it's instead of bouncing, he just goes blink and yeah, holds it yes. there. That would hurt so bad. And he says, "I know who you are. I know what kind of person you are. You're a murderer." Yep. You're a rapist. Yep. He's like, and someday you will be held accountable for what you've done. Do you know that? And then he starts crying. You're going to stand to account. I was like, oh, my gosh, dude. Delina doing that Delina's just watching. (laughs) And uh, he stands up and goes, listen, I'm going to go. It's going to be fine. You're okay. I'm okay. And the guy just, because he's, dude, he smoked. He falls over. Dude, he tries to get out of there safe. And those guys, he rip, Dude, he goes up in the middle of that bar, though. They're coming forward. Oh, him. he's a gangster. He pull it. I listen. The the design of this film, like the design of he, Denzel, how he's dressed, everything he's got on has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Like he is a a walking hotel for himself. Everything he has, everything yes. he needs in the world, he has on him. And he has this blade. And the blade, I don't know how it stays in the sheath, but the handle is facing down. I think if gravity would pull it off, but it doesn't. He will grab the handle and swing it beyond like. Yeah. The way it comes out from his bag looks dope. Man, it swings out it's so smooth too. Oh my gosh. This this the design aesthetic of this film, oh my gosh! If I saw that blade come out, I'm out. That blade like that's like a samurai sword. I'm like you, you see me and then a cloud.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but he's just like, I'm taking all. I'm welcome. Everybody, come on. When he pulls that blade out. And all of a sudden, he starts quoting Genesis.
1: Oh man!
0: And if those again, Jackson said it—that's some cold stuff to say yes. to a brother before you kill him. And the people are like, he, he's saying words that the words do have power. They don't understand, and they're looking at each other like, "What language is this?" Because it's the way he's talking, and he's saying a Bible verse, and he's he's addressing everybody in a manner that's like. What's the verse? Almost prophetic. Yes. He's like telling him, listen, from dust you have come, and to dust you will return. They're just like, oh my gosh, dude. He's telling him, you're all going to die in here. (laughs) And he takes. Dude, heads are lobbing off! It's (laughs) crazy. It is wild. It's wild. <laughs> takes out Gary Oldman's whole crew, but then it's like then they stop him and he goes upstairs and meet and, and Gary Oldman likes something. They, they, he educating. says, "Who are you?" And he's like, "Nobody." And and Gary Oldman's like, "All those guys down there that you killed in my bar, they're nobody. You're somebody." He knows. Listen, me and Lena got in a fight about this a few days ago. rock driving home from school and listened to a song called "Is it like one of these Disney songs like." You're exceptional, I'm exceptional, everybody's exceptional. And I I turn it down, I'm like, Lena, you know this song's dumb, right? She goes, why? I'm like, if everyone's exceptional, no one's exceptional. She goes, no, everyone has something cool about them. I'm like, Lena, there are average IQs in the world, and that's okay. People are just, they just, the average IQ, 90s, the average IQ. And some people have 180 IQ. That's just what it is. And the person with 180 is really intelligent. And the person with 90 is just a normal person. The person with 90 is a truck driver. I'm walking here. Hey, oh. Hey. <laughs> Did you see that video when that YouTuber was in New York? He goes, just landed here in New York. Hey, I'm walking here. And this New Yorker stops him. Do we don't have talk like that. <laughs> Poor guy, dude. He's oh, okay. Um, but I've told her, like, listen, everyone has gifts and talents. Like, Some people are more talented than others. I've told her, like, some people are given more. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Some people's cup runneth over, Lena. And uh, so that scene, she's like... Oh man Cause he's like Those guys are nobodies You're not a nobody I was like Dang Dude I told like, you
1: Yeah I told you
0: <laughs> <laughs> We had a talk The day before And that movie shows that I'm like that is Dang Dang <laughs> um, That guy at the Chinese restaurant He's a nobody <laughs> <laughs> uh, Call us criminals dude I know. Dude, that guy, dude. <laughs> dude, he's, he's, this guy's muttering to himself at a Chinese restaurant. We went there today. Get this guy's just sitting in a booth, meaning us to walk in happy as a stink of clams. And he just starts... And hating life, dude, this guy. he starts addressing everybody as they walk in. We're like, what the heck? Anyways, anyways. <laughs> that was so we're at the We're at the, at the counter paying. He's just like, if the criminal's come to a restaurant, boo my food. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay, man. It's. <laughs> I'm like... And, so I'm a bad person, because even though I know he's been ill, I'm about to whip his ass. So <laughs> <laughs> if he would have stood up, we had to do something about it. Because he was becoming more aggressive as the time went on. Dude, that's why I was like, let's just get our food and get on there. Anyways, I so on a Sunday, <laughs> he uh, Gary Owen tells him, "You got to stay the night here, and I want you to just join my crew." What does he say? That's not a um, not a request. What is he? But Denzel says something to him though. Oh, not a choice. We always have a choice. We always have a choice. Because he's like, I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of any of you guys. Like, he will die for his mission. He's just, but he agrees to stay. So they go to, he goes to his room and Oldman Oldman has this girl he's with and says, a girlfriend. But it's, it's a power. It's not like a love thing. He has power over her. Yeah. She's with him because he keeps her safe, essentially. Mm-hmm. He basically probably chose her and, and that she belongs to him. And she has a daughter, played by Mila Kunis. And Gary Oldman says Mila Kunis to him. Sends her as a gift, as a token. As a bargaining chip. Like... He'll taste this sweetness, and he'll stay in my and and she comes and he's like, get out of here, and she's like, she it it breaks your heart. She's like, almost crying, like, don't send me away. I'll get in trouble. My mom will be in trouble. Let me just stay and sleep on the floor. I just can't leave. I I think that tell him you had a great time. Now that way, I won't get you any trouble. You realize how awful her life is. She's a prisoner in this world, Mm -hmm. and there are people who desire her, but she's protected because she's the daughter of the boss's girlfriend. And they have this night together where they just kind of talk and Denzel sits down with her and they tell him his food he can't eat because their foods are probably small because their stomach is probably small they don't eat much. So he's like, I'm going to share this meal with you. Let's sit down and eat. And she's going to eat. He's like, no, no, sit. We're going to sit and eat a meal like people used to do. And she's like, whoa. She's never done this before. Mm -hmm. He's like, give me your hands. And he prays with her and it blows her mind. She doesn't know what to do with it. Like, who is he talking to? What is this? They pray, and they eat, and she finds this book, and she doesn't know what it is. She goes back to her, Gary Oldman, and she's like, Mom, I want to pray, do something with you. And she prays with her mom. But she doesn't know how to end it. And Oldman <laughs> And then does. she goes, I guess that's all. And he's like, amen. She's like, that's how you end it. And you're like, oh, no. Dude, An old man, he plays it so. It's just so beautiful how she wants to pray with her mom. Dude, this movie <laughs> is so incredible. And Oldman realizes. Amen, dude. And then he's, because she's seen the book. He's like, did he read? Yes. She's like, I don't know. And he, 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 oh, man. he grabs her mom by the hair. Yep. He's like, you're hurting your mother. Dude, he is a monster. He's amazing. And he's good at doing it. As an actor, he's good at being the monster. And it turns out Denzel's a Bible. And Oldman well, wants says, it. What did it look like? And she makes a cross with her fingers. Like, There's a symbol it's on it. like, oh my God. That speech where Oldman talks about the power of the book. Again, that speech changed my life, dude. Because I realized... Man. In my profession, what I do, I... I try to point people to God. That's what I do with my life. I try to I try to love people and point them to God. But in this sometimes as this person I am, people sometimes want me to be the hero myself. And sometimes people want to be that hero. They want to instead of pointing them to God, they want to be God. Yeah. And you get drunk with the power. It's like fame. It's like imagine people telling you all the time you're awesome, you're the best. It ruins people's lives. People go nuts and are drunk with this power. It's a hard place to live. And I have to yes, live constantly man. realizing, like, listen, I'm a, I'm a nobody, I'm a servant, I'm not a somebody. Because the moment a preacher becomes a somebody, they've lost the plot. Like, they are, they are the worst kind of person. Like, you don't, you don't need a big church to be an a-hole. You don't need a big church to be a monster of a leader. You can have a small church and be a little tiny dictator over your small little kingdom. And hurt a lot of people, just like that stinking douchebag showed up on my porch, mm-hmm. dude. I wish I could have had you talk to that idiot. <sighs> I'm like, man, I'm gonna be slap you with my D slap you. <laughs> so Oldman knows he has the book and he wants it. And there's a shootout, and what's crazy is Denzel has no fear. Nope. no fear he st- stands his ground in the middle of that street yeah. and he's getting shot at he's whenever a bullet goes off he, he he triangulates where it came from and shoots that direction he's waiting for people to make sounds to get him and he's just he's so formidable and so fearless the leader of Oldman's crew has a shot and doesn't take yeah, yeah, it yeah 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 that's a wild can moment sense there's this guy's important and I shouldn't just put him, I just shouldn't shoot him like a dog. Yes. That's wrong. That's something wrong about this. In the fight, Oldman catches some buckshot to the leg, dude. Ooh. The worst is when his woman, she's like, How's your, how's your leg? And he's like, It's better. I don't even feel it anymore. And she's like, I can smell it, the infection. You're like, Oh, you can, man. You can hear the flies buzzing. Oh. So. The One of the twists is the, is the Bible they want. The other twist in this film, which is a twist for the ages, and we're going to spoil it, this is what makes his performance so incredible. Yes. And uh, Oldman can't believe it. He goes, it's impossible. He's looking through this whole thing. And it can't be right. Yeah. Because the girlfriend, Oldman's girlfriend's blind. Yep. And, and she was blinded before the world went to crap. She was, born, she was blind. born blind. She never had a C. see. She in... wasn't blinded because right. Denzel asks her when he talks to her. Did you know? Did this happen? You know, from whatever the happened. war, yeah. And she said she was born. She was born in it. So, at the end of the book, at the end of the movie, Gory Olman gets the book. I remember watching this again. I'm like, wait a second, how did he get the book? Like, what's happening? Like, I was yeah. freaking out. I'm like, I'm trying to remember what happened. Holding it all the way back home, gets the book open, waits comes over. But by the time he comes back, all of his men are dead. He's lost what, everybody. But lo- one. He's lost everybody. He spends everything he's got to get that book from Denzel. Yep. The power he has, he gives up to get that book. And he basically gives it's like he what's it called? He stretches, he stretches too thin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He opens the book up, and in the one of the great twists in movie history. The best is it's got a lock on it, so he's got to get Tom Waits over <laughs> Tom Waits is open, it and he'd Be careful, careful, because he loves the book. He yes. kisses the book. Remember? Yes, he strokes the book, kisses the book, smells the book. I have I have the power yes. over the souls of men and women. He feels it in his hand. He's stinking He-Man, dude. They pop and he opens it, and you see he's like, you think almost, is it the wrong book? You're like, what's going on? And then a camera pulls up, and it's a bunch of dots on pages. It's stinking a, brave. Yep. It's a Bible for the blind, which is why it survived. Yes, when the rest. Why are, Eli has it? Because Eli is blind, dude. You b- watch the whole movie with a man, and just because of your assumption, you assume he is a sighted man like everyone else. Watching it again, you you when you know, then you start realizing all the little things that showed you that he was blind along the way. There's hints like crazy. Like the dead man in the stinking house. Like the stinking, um, the bridge, or the the overpass that was collapsed. And and you don't think, why did he walk all the way to the edge? And then just to have to walk all the way back down. Because he couldn't see that it ended. Like there are scenes things. where he's looking through the ca- the cupboards, and he would take his hand and drag it across the shelf, mm-hmm. moving all the plates as he did so. I thought he he's just, he just, he just being an ineffect- ineffective way to search, mm-hmm. but he's dragging because he's got to see with his hand what is on this shelf. Mm-hmm. It's why his hearing and his smell is so good. His senses, all his other senses are insane. It's why he goes, he backs up under the overpass in the dark, because... If everyone's because he feels the sun, so he knows he's in the open. Right, but he goes back in the dark. Yeah, if they come in the dark, they can't see. And if there's no, if, if no one can see, I have advantage. Yes. He, there are scenes where he will turn his face to the sun and listen. Okay, he, he's like, I gotta go west, and he'll look at his face to the sky, try to feel which way the sun's coming from, so he knows which way is west. He comes to, a Dang. comes to a crossroads. Yes, I remember the crossroads. And he looks his face up to hear feel where the sun's going. He doesn't go with the arrow. He goes where the sun tells him to go. Mm-hmm. There are so many hints, but you never catch it because it's filmed. Because he refuses to act as though he's weak. He's he want no one to know he's blind. He wants nobody to know that he has his handicap, and so and he acts as though he's not. It's unreal. It's unreal. Dude, an incredible scene. Gary Oldman realizes that it's Braille. He he sends for his woman, who's blind, says, Read this. Read this. She puts her hands on it, smiles, and then says, She forgot how to read it. She read one thing and perked up and then was like, I can't help you. I forgot how to do this. And he's just like, here's a question. Did she really forget or she just played him? Did you see her smile when she touched it? Because you she read it. You think that's what it was? Yes, I think she put her hands on it, read a couple verses, and was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, no, 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 no. Which is a normal reaction when you read the Bible, You're like, yes, holy crap. That's some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> so you think she, she didn't forget at all? No! Wow! She has the power now. Oh my gosh! You're right. Yes, dude. dude. You didn't see her just smile. I did, I was trying to figure it out, dude. I was trying to figure it out. Of course, she And the thing is, what's great it. about this movie? It doesn't give you. It doesn't tell you everything. It just you got to you got to run with yes. the movie. You got to stay awake with it. Um, an old man is dying, and his place town is falling into into sink and ruin. And he lost it all because trying to get that book, he lost it all. Got gangrene <laughs> on his leg, listen, dude. Listen. I have to tell this joke. Okay, <laughs> so this dude, he said he went to this church, <laughs> and he was talking to the pastor afterward. And he says, "Pastor, that was a damn good sermon." I mean, that was a damn good sermon. And the pastor says, "Now you need to watch your mouth in here, and I don't need you in here disrespecting this church like that." And he goes, "Why, Pastor? I'm telling you, that was that was just a damn good sermon. It really hit me." And he said, "Now listen, I I can't be having you in here." disrespecting this the house of God like this. And he said, Pastor, that was such a good sermon. I put fifteen hundred dollars in the collection plate. And the pastor said, You bullshitting. (laughs) I remember I used to be at a church and the pastor would preach against gambling. He's like, if you won the lotto and you wanted to tithe on that, I don't want your dirty money. So I remember, here, I remember seeing that years ago, this pastor I was serving with. And uh, so years later, I'm here in Flint and a guy's like, he's like, Pastor, I'm going to play the, the, the lotto tonight on the big you know, billion dollars. I'm like, oh man, so am I. Do I buy a ticket? He goes, Pastor, if I won, would you let me tithe on that, that money to the church? I'm like, you better tithe on that money, fool! <laughs> I'm like, heck yeah, you can tell on that money, baby. Shoot. Imagine if somebody won the bill. The billy billy. And gave you 10% of a bill. Kids get new teeth. (laughs) 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 Um, So there's some moments in the movie that are incredible. Okay. Mila Kunis, I dogged her. There's a part. He tells her. He leaves, and she tries to follow him out. He locks her in that place where she took him to get the water. But she finds a way out. She's she's going down the street. he tells her, road for your own good. You have no idea what's out there. This is no place for you. Because she has been sheltered under the umbrella of a powerful man. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know how awful the world is out there on the road. She goes out on the road. And, and the same girl the same girl tipping cart said, someone help me and she runs over you okay and that and girl she goes get out of here I, I'm fine I'm fine and, I, don't, I need a man to help me I don't need you yeah, go yeah, go yeah, yeah. please 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 run she really feels bad for her yes and then some guys come out and they're gonna stink rape they're and gonna kill her they're gonna take everything from her and the last few minutes of her life is gonna be the scariest thing that she's ever experienced and they start in on her and they drag her into the darkness. Dude, and she's freaking out. And Denzel saves her life. Hey, dude, I <laughs> want arrow coming through. The guy's sticking. He's oh! undoing his pants all of a sudden. Ah! Scott! Hey! <laughs> and they leave that moment, and they're walking. So Denzel kills them all. Gets, helps her up. And Denzel's leading the way. They're on the road walking now. Now she's with him. And she just stops walking. And he and, hears her stop walking So he stops And she puts her hand over her face And she starts crying She can't She's no, She's she's realizing what almost happened And the camera just leaves you With them standing against the, the silhouette of the sky mm-hmm. For a good 30 seconds And just you see The fear The sadness The awfulness The pain And him just let He doesn't try to make it He doesn't try to say It's okay He just lets her You gotta yeah. feel it You gotta get through it We gotta keep going what, what a moment in the movie. That is one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. She brings a lot to this movie. Yes, yeah, she does. Not only that, that, that role is incredible. So Gary Oldman gets the book, takes it back. He can't read it. He's thinking is going to die. Well, out west, they make it to San Francisco. Him and the girl. And he's Jack. He got shot. He got gut shot. Yeah. And he's just bleeding out. He tells her that a voice came to me and told me, And led me to the book and told me to go west. And told me I'll be protected on my journey. Which is why he never has fear. Because he assumes God's going to take care of me. And that's one of the saddest scenes. He gets shot. He doesn't. He's. He's confused. He's like, I can't be shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God told me. He even tries to stand back up. And get his knife out to fight everybody. That was sad. In his mind, he's like, I can't lose yeah. because God told me I'd be protected mm-hmm. but I have been gu- dude because he's like uh, Gary Oldman says, God is good and Denzel's like all the time and Denzel or Gary Oldman just goes not all the time and gut shots him dude and then Gary Olman says pray for me I mean <laughs> you're like what a dirty dog dude oh my gosh they get to where they're going. They dress the wound. <laughs> then they'll gets a shave and a haircut. And Dazel's been reading this book for thirty years, every day, thirty every day. years. And he sits down. He gets this. He, he, I love that the, the place out west is Alcatraz. Yeah, it's a fortress. Yep, that prison they becomes a boat to it. Yes, and it's a place they're trying to, try to re, restart humanity from. And he's like, they don't have any Bibles. He's like, I have the Bible. I can get some pen and paper. That's That was their way in. He's yeah. like, What we do you a... want here? He's like, Tell them I have a King James Bible. They're like, She, come on in, <laughs> man. You hungry? <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes, The first book of Moses, the book of Genesis, chapter, chapter one, verse one. one. And just starts, And I'm sitting there like, Whoa. <laughs> And he's got the whole thing in his head. Yep. What and that guy and he's just got hundreds and hundreds of pages and he's just writing out the Bible, dude, because he was telling him we've got a printing press, we can make copies of books, and he, he puts the stinking Bible on the shelf next to the Quran, next to the like it's got like, the it's, Torah, it's, the oh man, he's stinking, and then when he's done, he, he the last he, pers- he completed his mission. Last segment is just him praying. Thank you, Lord, for getting us safely from complete my mission. And when he's done completing the Bible, he, he he's allowed to die and he dies. And you see they bury him. And what does Millie Camilla's Kunis do? She's like, I gotta go back at my mom. Mm-hmm. And she takes all his gear and she's the walker now. Yep. It's powerful. He tells her you you can stay. She now she's got a mission. She's got the sword. She's got the gun. She's got the shades. Dude. Listen. Genius movie. It's a great film. It's a good... Just the way the sky looks, the world is dead. The the, the, the camera filter, that dark, gritty, gross... Dude, those two Englishmen they meet, that old man, old woman, that... Won't you take me to? <laughs> Fuck it down. <laughs> yeah. That's only thing That's they have is that one. So funny. But they have they the, got shakes. the shakes. K- and there's all those dead bodies out back. <sighs> the meat. Oh, we found some meat. They're like. Ugh, guh, guh, guh. The tea looks nasty. It just makes me think of it. Tape too. Oh my <sighs> gosh, dude. <sniffs> Ugh. Book of Eli, then it's, it's a great end of the world film. Oh, man. Listen, I've had friends of mine watch this movie, and it shook their faith. They wondered, man, is the Bible, like, is God really this real? and Is his Bible really that powerful? I'm like, heck to the, yes, it is, mm-hmm. dude. Um, whew, man, what, what a movie. What a movie. This movie, for me personally, always reminds me to never use power for evil. Mm-hmm. That the, the, I, I have a little bit of power, and I try to always give it back, and never you never wield it for evil purposes. Because I don't want to be Gary Oldman. I want to be Denzel, dude. Um, I'm not as cool as him or nothing like that, but... Nobody is, dude. Shoot. The dust, you shall return. Dying! Dude! that he quotes that whole passage. Yeah, Cursed is like the it. earth because of ye. Like, like Everyone's looking around. Like, thorns awesome. and fists. Like, he just goes through. <sighs> The Curse of the Ground. They're like, this fool just called me a thistle. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, man, oh, man. Um, oh, what a movie. That I mean, was a good raise. This, uh, right. Don't use power for evil. Do, I'll tell you, this movie shook me. As, a, as I mean, Gary Oldman, what he says is not wrong, and it should scare anyone who has any authority to not use the power they're given for evil. Because Oldman only wants that power To use it to crush other people And when he loses everything What does his girl say They are tearing your bar apart right now They're ransacking everything All your men are gone You you, you know, you've sacrificed everything for this Now you can't even read it dude And she can Dude oh dude man dude, watch hey, Listen I want you smiles. to post If you watch Book of Eli What do you think Let's take a survey Did Could she read it or not that's the question. Could she read it or not? You tell us, Red Room Community, what's going on in that scene. I mean, I, I already know, but tell her us, though. Funky time! That's got to be the outro music for this episode. Yes,
1: it is, bro! <laughs> yes, it is!
0: <laughs> All right, well... Um, You check us out on Amazon Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify Podcast. You leave a review on any of the podcasts you use and just say, you know, I like the show. Um, Da 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 da, B da boo da B. And. um, Yeah. um, That's it. So, as always, I'm Ernesto. I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Room Theater.